We'll praise you, Lord, if you take care of our people and heal their bodies quickly. Bless the president. Lord, will you take care of our borders and what's going on down there in our government, Lord, that you can handle it. And I ask you, dear God, that you'd intervene. We need your help. We ask you, dear God, that you'll bless our people. Bless you tonight now as we study that word together. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I've been reading through the Bible, and I, was read, I got up to, I'm in Ezekiel, and uh, man, you read the book of Ezekiel, and God told Ezekiel, now you you write down what I tell you to write, and he's going to take care of God's people. And I said, man, Lord, you, why are you being so uh, bad to, and they're your people? And I kept reading, and it said, because they put idols in the temple of God and worshiping idols. And I told my wife, and we was riding in the car, and I said, you know, I just, I can't fathom a human brain that would worship a piece of wood or something. What happens? And then you look at the news, and you see what was going on. You ask the same question, what happens to people? How can they go this crazy? And there's a verse of Scripture in the Bible that says that if you know God and worship Him not as God, that He'll turn you over to a reprobate mind and you will believe a lie. Not you might, but you will believe a lie. And I thought to myself, that's exactly where America's at today. They've had a chance to worship God and serve Him, and now they don't want to do it. But tonight, if you would, please, I'd like to read some out of Philippians chapter 1. <clears throat> so find it, please. Philippians chapter 1. Juanita just done got all over me Sunday. She said, when you give the address of where you're going to read, wait a minute. So I'm waiting a minute. Philippians chapter 1 and verse 1. Paul and Timotheus, the servants of Jesus Christ, to all the saints in Christ Jesus, which are at Philippi, with the bishops and deacons, grace be unto you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. I thank my God upon every remembrance of you, always in every prayer of mine, for you all making requests with joy for your fellowship in the gospel from the first day until now being confident in this very thing, that he which has begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. Even as it is meet for me to thank this of you all, because I have you in my heart, inasmuch as both in my bonds and in the events of the confirmation of the gospel, you all are partakers of my grace. For God is my record, how greatly I long after you all in the bowels of Jesus Christ. And this I pray, that your love may abound yet more and more in knowledge and all ju judgment, that you may approve things that are ex excellent, that you may be sincere and without offense till the day of Christ, being filled with the fruits of righteousness, which are by Jesus Christ under the glory and praise of God. But I would you should understand, brethren, that the things which happened unto me have fallen out rather unto the furtherance of the gospel, so that my bonds in Christ are manifested in all the palace 
and in all other places. And many of the brethren in the Lord waxing confident by my bonds are much more bold to speak the word without fear. Some indeed preach Christ even of envy and strife, and some also of goodwill. The one preached Christ of contention, not sincerely, supposing to add affliction to my bond, but the other of love, knowing that I am set for the defense of the gospel. What then? Notwithstanding, every way, whether in pretense or in truth, Christ is preached. And I therein do rejoice, yea, and will rejoice. For I know that this shall turn to my salvation through your prayer and the supply of the Spirit of Jesus Christ, according to my earnest expectation and my hope that in nothing I shall be ashamed, but that with all boldness as always, so now also, uh, so now also Christ shall be magnified in my body, whether it be by life or by death. For me to live is Christ, and to die is gain. Pray with me, please. Father, I pray that you would help us to use this man, Paul, and Timothy, Lord, as an example of how to serve you in everyday life. Bless us now as we study thy word together. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, Paul begins this book of Philippians by addressing himself and his fellow laborers in the highest calling of a Christian. He is a servant of Jesus Christ. I think one of the greatest uh, privileges of being a child of God is to come to realize that you're nothing but a servant. And what a privilege that is to be a servant of the Lord Jesus Christ. No other name means more to the Lord as a Christian than this servant of Jesus Christ. The word saint here carries with it the same meaning as a Christian today. All those who one day see God in heaven and possess wholeness of heart and life. And notice the only way anyone can be a saint is by Jesus Christ. Then note what Christian good wishes should be. If, if you're a child of God today, uh, beginning in verse 2, it says, Grace unto you and peace from God our Father and Lord Jesus Christ. Did you know that's whatever Christian ought to pray for other Christians? Grace and peace. And by the way, they're always in that order. First grace and then peace follows. Now, peace or the favor of God, every Christian ought to wish for every other Christian God's favor upon their lives. The Lord said, My grace is sufficient for thee. Now, we need to encourage every Christian we know God's grace is enough to take care of you. I know that uh, the lady over at our lake lost her husband. I went over to see her the other day, and, and I just sitting in the house talking to her. And uh, in talking to her, I read the first, 51st Psalm. I love that psalm. And when I got through, she wrote it down and uh, where I was reading. And uh, just tell her, I said, uh, one thing I want to leave with you before I go. I know you're going through a hard time right now, but God's grace is sufficient. He will see you through it. Now, and the second thing Paul said that we ought to wish every child of God is peace. Now this peace that Paul is talking about here is a condition resting on facts 
outside of ourselves. In other words, Christ has once suffered for sins, the just for the unjust, that He might bring us to God. That's peace. We can't do that, but Jesus has done it for us. Amen? Life's good lesson for verse 1 and 2 is to be a servant, uh, slaves of Christ, wholly given up to Him, content with that service. That brings perfect freedom. To think the best of others, to esteem others better than ourselves, and then thirdly, to wish others the best wishes, grace, and peace. Now, beginning in verse 3. I thank my God upon every remembrance of you. I read that and I got to thinking. Paul was in a shipwreck. Paul was beaten by a cat of nine tails almost to death. There were several things that happened to him. And I said to myself, I guarantee you as he was being beaten, as he was in that shipwreck, that he wasn't thinking of everybody else. He was thinking about Paul and the condition he's in. But I like this verse. I don't think of everybody all the time either. I want to, but my mind won't let me. I get occupied with other things, but verse 3 tells us how to do it. I thank my God upon every remembrance of you. In other words, when God brings somebody to your mind, I don't care who it is, we are to remember them before the Lord. Now, verses 9 through 11 uh, Paul prays for these Philippians that their love may abound more and more. Did you know Romans says, Owe no man anything? And then he follows that up with, But to love one another. Now notice, love is always owing then. We're always in debt to the love of God. Listen to this verse. Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, with all thy mind, and with all thy strength. Now, we can never obey this commandment perfectly, but we're to always strive to do so. We're in debt. Love must be always growing, and it will lose its, or it will lose its freshness. You know, I try to counsel, counsel people that come to me here once in a while and say, Preacher, how did you and your wife stay together for 66 years? And you know one of the things you have to do? You have to kindle that love for one another all the time. Uh, you know, it, it won't hurt to buy you a... Uh, I had to learn this lesson because I, I married her when I was two years old, so I had to learn how to uh, really care for her. But I found out and did you know uh, there's a song that Hank William Jr. sings that I, I learned and I sung it to her all the time. It's called Eleven Roses. And he picked them from his own garden that he grew and he sent her a bouquet of roses and the last rose is looking back at you. And I think about that quite a bit. And every time I ever give her a bouquet of roses since then, it's been 11 instead of 12. And uh, you think about it. You know it don't hurt to be kind to one another, to say kind things, to say I love you once in a while. I wish I could really, I, I thought about this a great deal. I wish I could go back and bring up my children and my family uh, like I know to now that I didn't know to then. I figured I worked hard every day. I was out there laying blocks and doing everything, sweating and and carrying on, I figured 
a good night. My wife and my kids ought to know I love them as hard as I'm working out here. But if I now, uh, you know, I, I want to tell them I love them. Amen. I want them to know I love them. Now, love is informed by knowledge. Love increases knowledge. Listen to these verses. He that loveth not knoweth not God. For God is love. And everyone that loveth is born to God and knoweth God. That which dis- distinguishes good from evil, which approves among good uh, things and the best things and holiest thing, flows out of love. In other words, everything that's in our heart uh, that we think of God and good things and uh, holy things, they come from God. Paul prays for their increase in love. We're to increase our love every day. If you don't, it'll get stagnant. Amen? And I, I heard a preacher preach years ago on something he was preaching. He said, if you don't love the Lord better today than you did when you first got saved, you're backslidden. And I thought about that. That's right. That's right. You ought to love Him better every day. And by the way, this is not talking about a relationship necessarily with a man and a woman. It's talking about the love of God to love the Lord. Amen? We're to love Him. We're to increase our love for Him every day. Keep it fresh every day. I, I deal with people all the time now, especially, and some will say to me, well, I can be just as good a Christian at home as I can to go to church. No, you can't for this simple reason. We need fellowship with one another. We need the love of one another. And we're to increase that love all the time. And he prays for a growth in purity also. Now, purity here means singleness of mind, simplicity, sincerity, purity. If we walk in the light, the blood of Jesus Christ cleanses us from all sins, the Bible says. Now, that inward purity results in outward blamelessness then. He prays for their growth in obedience. Notice, love must work. Love does not lay dormant in the soul. It must bear fruit. If you say you love the Lord, it'll cause you to do something. Amen? And I, one of the greatest privileges that I tell people all the time that you can do as a child of God is to go out and get somebody and bring them to church with you. I told a man the other day, I said, if you'll bring two fellows with you, I'll pay for them, their dinner, and yours also. And they went and brought them Sunday. And they put me in debt. But it's the same time, I, I want to do everything that I can to get somebody to come to church. Amen? And one of the greatest privileges you can have is to have somebody you love sit beside you in church and serving the Lord. Now that fruit of righteousness is through Jesus Christ. The branch cannot bear fruit of itself except it abide in the vine. And no Christian can bring forth the fruit of holy living without Christ and to the glory and praise of God. The greatest ambition of any Christian should be to live holy for the Lord and that we might glorify His name and praise Him. The whole, thing, uh, the whole thing boils down to this. I love to talk to people. And they'll, they'll always ask me, what's the Lord done? A lot of people ask, what's the Lord done for you today? Now, I could be quiet. Keep it to myself. Ain't none of your business. Amen? But at the same time, I want to tell everybody, 
And it's not that I want to glory in myself. I want them to understand how good God is to me. Where they'll understand my God loves me. And you can have the same God as I got. Amen. He'll love you too. And that's what Paul here was talking about in the ministry. He's telling the young Timothy, in the ministry now, you're to learn these things. You're to encourage people. Grace and peace. You want peace? Well, you've got to get the grace of God working in you, first of all. You've got to get the love of God working in you. And we owe, we'll never be able to pay back the love of God. And we owe God His love. And we're to share it with everybody else and love everybody else. We don't have to be angry all the time. Man, it, it, I get excited about just being friendly to people just to see their reaction. Because it's, it's a lot of fun in life. And you can have a good time in this life. And most people think that a Christian ought to be a sad sack. Walk around with a sad countenance on you all the time. Not me. I'm happy. Amen. And I want to share it with somebody. And enjoy it. And I think that's what Paul wants us to do. And it, it, God's using him to teach us that in Philippians. Stand with me, please. Heavenly Father, we're so thankful to be here tonight to, just to share thy word with one another and rejoice around the throne. And Lord, if you'll bless your people tonight and teach us just to love you more and let that love overflow out of us as we love one another. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for being here tonight.